U luistert naar RTV Maastricht. 87.5 op de kabel, 107.5 in de ether. Dit is Ewald van Liemt met het radionieuws. Rond dit tijdstip geven medische zorgminister Van Ark, RIVM-baas Van Dissel en voorzitter Bruls van het Veiligheidsberaad een persconferentie waarin ze laten weten hoe het coronavirus verder beteugeld kan worden. Over de voors en tegens van verplichte mondkapjes zijn de burgemeesters het in ieder geval niet eens. Vanmiddag was er een vergadering van het Veiligheidsberaad met alle 25 burgemeesters die een regio vertegenwoordigen. Ze lieten zich door het Outbreak Management Team bijpraten. Het aantal ziekenhuispatiënten met corona is sinds begin maart niet meer zo laag geweest. Er liggen nu in totaal 80 mensen met COVID-19, waarvan er 17 op de intensive care worden behandeld en 63 op een verpleegafdeling. Gisteren waren dat er nog 19 en 77, in totaal dus 16 meer dan vandaag, zo meldt het Landelijk Coördinatiecentrum Patiëntenspreiding. Uit cijfers van het RIVM blijkt dat er de afgelopen weken flink meer coronabesmettingen zijn bijgekomen, maar diezelfde toename is dus voorlopig nog niet in het aantal ziekenhuisopnames waargenomen. In de Amerikaanse staat Arizona is bij de stad Tempe een trein ontspoord toen hij over een brug over een meer reed en daarna in brand gevlogen. Het ongeluk gebeurde meer dan 20 kilometer ten zuidoosten van Phoenix rond 6 uur ochtends lokale tijd. De oorzaak van de ontsporing is niet bekend en ook is het nog niet duidelijk of er doden of gewonden zijn gevallen. De spoorbrug is deels ingestort. Maar het blussen van de brand is erg lastig vanwege de hoge temperaturen en omdat de plek ook moeilijk te bereiken is. En de Europese Unie stelt vanaf volgende maand 30.000 doses Remdesivir beschikbaar voor alle lidstaten en het Verenigd Koninkrijk. Het medicijn is het enige dat is goedgekeurd door de EU voor behandeling van ernstig zieke coronapatiënten die vanwege een longontsteking extra zuurstof nodig hebben. Eerder had de regering Trump al de hele voorraad van de Amerikaanse producent opgekocht. Europa heeft voor deze eerste deal met het bedrijf zo'n 63 miljoen euro neergeteld. Het weer vanavond klaart het verder op, komende nacht is het helemaal helder en koelt het af naar zo'n 7 tot 14 graden bij een zwakke veranderlijke wind. Morgen wordt het een zonnige dag en met maxima van 22 tot 27 graden zomers warm. Tot zover het radionieuws.
Radio Maastricht. This is uh, 107.5 FM, RTV Maastricht. And welcome to our show. That was uh, Sorriso Aberto by Jovelina Perla Negra. And we are already vibing here in the studio with uh, the rhythm of samba. So today we're going to talk about samba. And uh, my name is Elena. I'm here with my co-host uh, Sachit and uh, our guests Sandra and Erwin from uh, Segura and uh, um, Entusiasta. And uh, basically, yeah, today we're going to talk about samba, what it means to us, what uh, we're going to learn a little bit about the history of samba. We're going to learn about the rhythmical aspect uh, of samba and what uh, can you do in Maastricht to connect to this beautiful uh, genre and this beautiful community. So uh, Erwin, yeah. tell me more uh, <laughs> about your connection to Segura and uh, what samba means to you. Well, I know uh, samba is uh, in Brazil uh, something that um, you uh, um, uh, 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 are being brought with up. Um, to me, samba is something I learned um, uh, way in the in the nineties uh, in Maastricht uh, with Carnival. Uh, was one group was playing kind of like a samba, and yeah, it's a bit like a virus, a good virus in, in this case. Mm. And you get a little bit affected, so you can, um, yeah, search, uh, listen to music, and um, well, you get affected by it. That's for me, uh, samba. Yeah. yeah, beautiful. I like it. I think for me as well, it's uh, it's like an addiction. A virus, yeah. an addiction is yeah. a good way of putting it. You can't. It doesn't let you go anymore once no. you once you discover it. So, Sandra, you are nodding uh, with a smile. So, tell us what samba means to you. It's it's like Erwin says. Uh, um, you think well, samba is something that you do on an evening, you play, or and then maybe during a festival. But it's something that is part of your life. It's yeah. it's the rhythm. It's uh, starting to like a uh, percussion, uh, South American percussion. Finding about learning about samba, joining a group, playing yeah. together. And although you've maybe played that song uh, a thousand times, but then being on stage, having a good crowd, or just being amongst ourselves and being in the rhythm, yeah. uh, it's it's chicken uh, fever. Yeah. And and also you you meet with other sambas, sambistas from all over the world, uh, from Japan, from from France, from Australia, from, and you meet sev so many kinds of enthusiastic people, and they're all caught by the fever like you said of it's, it's it's the connection of yeah. of playing together and and yeah and and i think the difference between enthusiasta and segura and in, in the way we play but we are all driven by the same fever yeah. and if we yeah. play together it's yeah. it's amazing it's, it's, the, it's, it's the synergy that yeah. flows through our veins yeah. that yeah. we yeah. need to put out somehow yeah. Yeah, yeah i think that's beautiful i really i really like it and later on we're gonna talk more about uh, the two schools what are the differences and how to join um but yeah i also I just wanted to say for me, really, Samba, as a Brazilian person, um, I, well, I more, I discovered it, let's say, more uh, in my adult life as in uh, before. It was just always around, uh, but I didn't really uh, pinpoint, oh, okay, that's what it means. Uh, but uh, since I, I lived most of my life uh, in Europe and uh, when I, went back as a, an adult to to Brazil and reconnecting with this this aspect this music is just it's so emotional and so beautiful and it's really um, 
you find your roots yeah, yeah it's uh, yeah, yeah really the roots and uh, it's really so so amazing so that's why i decided to uh, to do this this episode today sachit you how um how familiar are you with samba are you already part of our our fever group or will you become one I might become one, but yeah. uh, I think my connection to uh, music is samba is more through the genres that grew out of it, like bossa nova, yeah, and uh, to salsa, mm-hmm. yeah, which uh, have always interested me. And I think the culture surrounding uh, all these various genres they are different, but they are connected by a few things: some musical similarities, some cultural similarities. And I'm quite excited to hear more from our guests today about what what this involves. Yeah, nice. Okay. Um, I think we can uh, already maybe start uh, going to the first, well, actually the second song that we're going to listen to. Um, this song is uh, by Nega Duda and it's called Benza Deus. Benza Deus, minha abelha fulô. Welcome back to uh, Student Radio Maastricht, 107.5 FM. And that was Benza Deus by Nega Duda, which is a samba artist that is uh, very um, famous right now in the Sao Paulo uh, scene, actually. This uh, recording was uh, released in, t- in 2019. But um, the kind of samba that, uh, that uh, they make is very uh, back to the roots, let's say. So now we're going to talk about the roots of, uh, of samba, which is very important to me to talk about because even though uh, samba is generally uh, seen as the, uh, the symbol of Brazilian music, we really have to thank the Afro-Brazilian uh, community for, for giving us this uh, beautiful genre because basically the history of uh, samba begins, well, it begins already in the 17th uh, century when uh, obviously uh, African uh, people were being brought to, uh, to Brazil. Um, and basically out of uh, Bahia um, there came um, a new uh, religion called the uh, Candomblé. And basically, that's uh, a syncretism of religions between uh, uh, some African religions uh, and uh, Christianity. So, 
it's still a, a monotheistic religion um, but yeah very uh, mixed and this is a really afro-brazilian uh, religion and during the after the rituals of uh, candomblé there used to be a, a dance circle and that's where the let's see the really the roots of uh, samba started with the dance circles we call it samba jihada and uh, basically that's really where where it started so from there uh, from the african population being uh, uh, sent all over brazil we can uh, identify really uh, about 49 um, let's say root spots of samba but the most famous one obviously comes from bahia uh, hans you uh, sandra and uh, you went to bahia sandra was telling us yeah, that was uh, this year. It was the second year that we went to Bahia. Yeah, and uh, it was a very very nice trip. And then we did uh, a real good masterclass there with yeah. a Brazilian master. And but it was uh, not only these these masterclasses that we went to, but we also went to go to rehearsals of all these samba bands that um, Ashi Blocos, uh, yeah. how do you call it, uh, in in Bahia in Salvador de Bahia. Yeah. <coughs> in the streets they rehearse so you you don't go inside a building yeah. to listen to them but you, you just hear them everywhere playing on the marketplace or some on, on the Pelurino place of course in the center of, of Bahia the south of the Bahia yeah and um, it was it was it, everywhere was a samba yeah we had a hotel uh, in the in the center of, of uh, Salvador, mm -hmm. and they started rehearsals at eleven o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and then they stop at twelve o'clock at night. That's so amazing. There was everywhere it was only, it was really samba, but most of all it was samba reggae. Yeah, nice. And all these groups, we we, we well famous groups like Olodum, yeah. Timbalada, Bandadida. Um, you you could. Go there and you go listen to their music and you yeah. talk with the people yeah. and you give they live shake and hands it. and and yeah. it, it was you were really in the middle of in the middle in the middle of it. Yeah, that's amazing because well, you mentioned uh, samba reggae samba or samba reggae, I don't know, but um, that makes me think about how many genres that have uh, come out of samba really, you know, and that ties back to the to the history uh, of samba because when uh, well. Brazil is a very mixed uh, country and uh, in the beginning of the 20th century when samba began, began to be uh, recorded it was also a time when there were a lot of uh, immigrants from uh, Europe so immigrants from Spain and from uh, Italy that were also influencing uh, the music but also there was let's say a whitewashing of the of the music and then the uh, let's say went away from uh, just uh, simple percussion like we heard for example in the previous song that is very back to the roots um, and they uh, added more guitar and other instruments and then it really became the the samba that we know today for example without this like whitewashing we wouldn't uh, have uh, bossa nova we wouldn't have samba rock so many uh, ashe so many different uh, styles that are uh, iconic you know so I mean, yeah, the roots, root samba that is, uh, it's even been uh, dec declared the UNESCO um, 
how to call it in English uh, heritage. Yes, heritage. thank you. Yeah, it's yeah. even been called the UNESCO heritage. Is the Samba Jihad that the really uh, roots Samba from from Bahia from the the Candomblé uh, culture, let's say. So I think that's really amazing. But it's also really nice to see the evolution, then the mixing with with other cultures like reggae or yeah, more more European styles and just hear the the evolution of it. Um, yeah, one thing that I, I thought it was really interesting was how, for example, in uh, in in Rio, uh, because obviously in, uh, in in Rio it was the first uh, that's where the carnival samba was uh, was born, right? So basically, the first recording of samba was in 1917, Pelu Telefoni, and that was uh, recorded, yeah, in Rio, and uh, that's where the first samba schools uh, started to. Uh, emerge you know uh, in different than the the somebody hoda or somebody tejero tejero is the house of worship of uh, candomblé so these are different different styles but what i think is really interesting is that they were all developed uh, very spontaneously through parties uh, in neighborhood parties or this kind of uh, stuff very popular culture so i think that's that's really nice about some that it's really the music of the people let's say so yeah i think that's amazing um we're gonna jump to another song which is uh by an icon one of my favorite uh, artists uh, of uh, brazil but he he's not limited to to samba he did a bit of everything, uh, but this song is, uh, yeah, it's, it's iconic. We're going to listen to Aquele Abraço by Gilberto Gil. Este samba vai pra Dorival Caymmi, João Gilberto e Caetano Veloso. Vamos lá. O Rio de Janeiro continua ali. O Rio de Janeiro continua sendo O Rio de Janeiro, fevereiro e março Alô, alô, Realen Aquele abraço Alô, torcida do Flamengo Aquele abraço Alô, alô, Realen Aquele abraço Alô, torcida do Flamengo Aquele abraço Olibreg Chacrinha continua balançando a pança e buzinando a moça e comandando a massa E continua dando as ordens no terreiro Alô, alô, seu chacrinha Velho guerreiro Alô, alô, Terezinha Rio de Janeiro Alô, alô, seu chacrinha Velho palhaço Alô, alô, Terezinha Aquele abraço Alô, moça da favela Aquele abraço
lua linda O Rio de Janeiro continua sendo O Rio de Janeiro, fevereiro e março Alô, alô, Balançando a pança E buzinando a moça e comandando a massa E continua dando as ordens no terreiro Alô, alô, seu chacrinha Welcome back to Student Radio Maastricht. I'm Elena and uh, we are here in the RTV Maastricht studio. And we're talking about Samba. Yeah, we're talking about Samba. I'm here with uh, Sachit, my co-host, and uh, Patrick and Hans from uh, Segura and Entusiasta, the two Samba schools of Maastricht. And, well, basically now we're going to have a little uh, musical lesson with Sachit. He is uh, our music expert of the... SRM, well, one of our music experts, <laughs> but he's the composition expert of... Uh, I'm the resident music nerd at, SR, at, yeah. at SRM, so. Yeah, yeah. so I thought it best to ask our guests, um, uh, say I know nothing about samba or any, any music from the South American continent. How do I know that what I'm listening to is samba? What, what, keep, what make, puts it apart? What sets it apart? I think the first thing that you will hear is the polyrhythmic polyrhythmic sound so there is yeah. uh, there is there is this one two three four mm -hmm. there's always one in between yeah or something is left out so that yeah. it's not only one two three four there's one one two 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 three four yeah so that, yeah. that's w one thing that's very typical for samba yeah and i also talked to dancers and they told me that it was very difficult 
to keep your steps going with this interruption, polyrhythmic interruption in, in the samba sound. So to, to, to dance samba, it's yeah. very difficult. So they told me. Were these, uh, out of interest, were these dancers from South America or were they from Europe? Um, it were Europeans, maybe. Yeah, because your answer sort of suggests that they were European. Um, I can tell you from my experience with music that what is difficult in terms of rhythm to one person and another completely depends upon their background. And I'm very sure that somebody who grew up listening to samba or any music, it was even remotely related, would find that much more natural to dance to than anything from Europe. Except for maybe, you know, uh, something with a Spanish or mm -hmm. Portuguese origin. Oh, yeah. 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 It's quite interesting that way how, you know, the music we listen to conditions us to accept certain kinds of rhythms, certain kinds of signatures as, you know, natural and certain kinds of unnatural. And to me, I think that's some of the magic of samba as well. That when you see somebody who's uh, grown up in the culture, you know, perform it, whether they sing, they dance or they take part in any way, they breathe it. And uh, I think that's, uh, at least to me, that's part of the magic. I don't know, what do you guys think? Patrick. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I kind of agree. You agree? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, is there something, uh, what are they singing about? Because obviously I don't understand Portuguese. <laughs> Uh, me being not Portuguese. Uh, <laughs> Helena, can you tell us what either. the lyrics are usually about? Yeah, well, this was one of my uh, next uh, segment uh, topic, actually. I stole on your topics mm -hmm. from you. But uh, it's fine, it's fine. I'll, I'll deal, I'll deal. <laughs> but no, it's, uh, it's. I was saying earlier, it's very uh, music of the people, you know? Yeah. So it's. it has to be born out of feeling, you know? It has to have feeling. It doesn't... Uh, necessarily need to be a specific feeling it can it it can be love it can be nostalgia it right. can be uh saudade. anger <laughs> yeah saudade, saudade. That, that, that's the nostalgia. beautiful untranslatable word <laughs> yeah it, it's it's very important that's a super important feeling uh but yeah it's it's really about the feeling so i think that's the thing that for me uh, tells me this is samba because we we have so many types of of samba so we have uh, the more per percussion oriented and like question and answer uh, kind of samba where like there's uh, one person asking and a group responds with yeah. a certain kind of way where we have like samba we heard that in benza deus exactly yeah. exactly or we have more like samba do partido alto that's more like uh, different uh, like more like let's say in like in rock let's say or something like like uh, verse chorus yeah, uh, yeah, st chorus uh, strophic forms refrain yeah. you know yeah. and then like exactly so that's more like that so there's different kinds of uh, formats let's say you know but what for me is really it makes you move your feet you know yeah. that's mm. that that's the most important thing uh, <laughs> about samba that it has has to be there and uh Referring to Benza Dios again, it's, yeah. it was quite a surprise to me to, for for me to hear that because yeah. it was so plain. It was so stripped yeah. of you know melodic, you know material, so stripped of yeah. harmony. Yeah. And the the other tracks that you hear, I mean, what do you what what do you think of anything of samba? Is something much more melodically rich. Yeah. So where did that come from? Uh, well, if I may say, uh, th that came from actually from the whitewashing. From the whitewashing, I had samba. expected it, but yeah. I wanted to know. Yeah, which is uh, yeah, well, you can call it whitewashing because on on some part it was, um, let's say, okay, uh, it's basically the government had a plan of uh, whitening the whole country, so they. The Brazilian government. Yeah, the Brazilian government. And so why would it, why would they do that to their own people? Yeah, well. 
<laughs> do, do we even still need to ask these kinds of questions? No, uh, I mean, these are uh, like, you know, yeah. we all know the answers. So, yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. And basically, that was the, the result. And that the result was also that a lot of immigrants came from Europe. They were really welcome, you know. So, on, on one way or the other, more aggressive or not, there was a, a really big whitewashing of Samba. Let's say the non-aggressive would be just like integrating with the with the immigrants that came, and they were some of them were very like anarchist, you know, or very, uh, you know, not uh, punk. N yeah, no. Well, punk in 1917 was a bit hard to to have, you know. But just mm -hmm. you know, uh, against the system. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Not, that's what I meant by punk. No, actually, no, yeah, yeah. non-conformists yeah. non or something like that. So we had influence of these people coming from Italy and Spain. But we also had like an active uh, plan, let's say, to 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 commercialize samba. They had to strip it of this, like, uh, yeah, Africanness. Let's say it's mm. horrible to say it like this, but uh, really that's what they tried to do because basically they tried to, yeah, add add more harmony, take away from the percussion, which is like really the base of of samba. So, right. Yeah. yeah. And the percussion is uh, expressed through traditional instruments. Yeah, yeah. Traditional yeah. to where? Um, you you guys know more about mm. the the instruments. Yeah, well, um, what I know is that we play several styles and um, several styles, uh, different styles also usually require different instruments, and we um, we don't. Uh, incorporate all those uh, different instruments so of course, we, yeah. we play the styles with the instruments that we have yeah um, for example uh, something like uh, like a cuica mm -hmm. uh, or a pandero mm -hmm. um, we, we don't use them okay so, uh, because you can replicate them with other no uh, mostly because um, um, it's it's very difficult uh, to make them audible yeah. enough in, yeah. the, in the rest of all the yeah in the carnival context yeah exactly mm. yeah 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 i understand yeah and what about that uh, enthusiasta well we, we we also play different styles just like uh, segura does but we we use quican we use pandero we use uh, timbao mm -hmm. and timbao is an original instrument that comes from africa yeah um is not from africa but it's from it's european and Reco Reco, mm -hmm. also something, the instruments that we use, uh, but um, it, this has always something to do with the, with, uh, with the music, with the style that you play. Mm -hmm. If you only go into some reggae sounds, uh, like Segura does the most, uh, then, and, and, and then you don't use these, these uh, summer instruments like Quica uh, like and so on. Yeah. So I hear many similarities between samba and a related form, capoeira. I mean, it's not music, it's a martial art, it's a dance. Yeah. But I, th there's a close overlap in so much of what we just discussed. Uh, what do our guests know about capoeira and samba? Well, we, we, we have some, um, we did some performances with a, with a capoeira group. Oh, yeah. yeah. <coughs> and they use atabake. Mm -hmm. yeah. The big drum, and yeah. they use this uh, this uh, one string yeah. guitar. Yes, called um, berimbau. Berimbau, and uh, but it's it's also what my colleague here says that some of these instruments are not 
loud enough yeah. right. to take part in a group of 30, 40 yeah. uh, samba drummers. Yeah. Especially when there's also other carnival music playing. <laughs> Elena, <Yeah>. Elena. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I think that's uh, super interesting. My favorite instrument is the, is the kuika. It sounds, mm -hmm. it sounds uh, it's the, the, for me, one of the most typical uh, sounds. Well, you, can, you can hear it. Yeah. Above all these instruments, yeah. I saw yeah. Quika with a big horn on it. Oh wow! Have a big horn that really uh, amplifies it, amplified the, the oh, sound. That's, that and you amazing. can hear it from from yeah everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But how do, how do these instruments belong to a tradition that is fundamentally based on percussion and you know playing in groups? I mean, it, it, it usually what you find is that the instruments of a tradition are loud enough. To yeah. suit the traditional performances of that tradition. Yeah, well, when we get to, for example, to um, um, the cavaquinho, mm -hmm. exactly. That's a sort I, of guitar, right? Yes, exactly. And I think maybe that's also again um, uh, an external influence. An external influence. Yes, because mm -hmm. uh, normally the cavaquinho is uh, amplified. And the rest of the batteria is the you know, acoustic. Yeah. Um, and the, uh, it's a it's a later addition. Yeah. I so think. it's perhaps it's best to call it a form and continu continuous development. Yeah. As it grows bigger and the bat baterias get louder, more powerful, the, the 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 whole scene becomes louder. I guess. Would you think amplification is kind of an unnecessary future for richer samba ensembles? I think if. Um, the softer instruments are are also going to be used. I think it's yeah. inevitable. Yeah, and I'm I'm sure that if you had an, had a choice, you would want to include the softer instruments, right? Or not? <laughs> I would have to ask uh, yeah. Alvin. Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It also depends, of course, when you play in, in a festival or you play in carnival in the streets. Yeah. There you are with thirty people and very loud. Yeah. But you also do performances during weddings or the small parties. Okay. And then sometimes we went there with with six people. Okay. Yeah. And we had a tam tam, and we played a repinik uh, uh, a mano. Mm -hmm. So it's not very loud. So yeah. we, we were very understandable. And then in in these cases, you can put in the cavaquinho, you can put in the, yeah. the pandero. Yeah. So that's that's possible. Yeah. That's very interesting. I think that also reconnects kind of to the fact, uh, well, also the capoeira, for example, that you were asking about before, that really comes from the same culture of candomblé. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like, it all reconnects to the root of samba, which is percussion. Mm. That, yeah. That's it. Yeah. And capoeira also prominently displays uh, African roots. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 from the exact same culture. You yeah, know? like during these circles, the dance, uh, the dance circles. Then they would also do a capoeira uh, performance fight. Yeah, the capoeira dancers also now have a, a second way to to perform. Yeah, they go in front of the band. Yeah, so they make way. Yeah, so that the band can go through, and the capoeiras are in front, and then yeah, we follow. That's another way to play capoeira. That's yeah. very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, not in not in a rada anymore, but yeah. during a parade. Yeah, right. Oh, that that reminds me also of another actually pretty interesting aspect that I found out during this research about uh, about samba. There was like from the rhythmical aspect, there there was a change at, at a certain point when they realized 
for example, the first recording, Pelo Telefoni of 1917, had a certain rhythm. And after that, they realized that that rhythm was good for dancing in place. But if they wanted to march with the, with the samba schools, it had to be more syncopated. So mm -hmm. that's also something that brought uh, the rhythm that we do have today is also the fact that they wanted to use it to march. So it's a different, uh, different thing. Yeah. Nice. Shall we uh, move on to the next song? Um, sorry, we're going to listen now to uh, Embala Eu uh, by Clementina de Jesus and Clara Nunes, uh, two other icons of samba. <laughs> Student Radio Maastricht. This is RTV Maastricht, 107.5 FM. I'm here in the studio with Maastricht Sambistas Sandra and Erwin and our co-host Sachit. So we just listened to Embala Eu by Clementina de Jesus and Clara Nunes. There are two really iconic uh, symbols in the samba history. I like it that uh, there are a lot of great Samba women. I just wanted to mention that in passing. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about uh, the themes uh, of samba. So, what are most songs about? What is the the real meaning uh, of samba? Um, 
Well, I have a few a few points that are really important for me uh, with samba. Uh, we were talking about uh, before about how important it is that it comes from from feeling, and I think um, well, it's a it's really a song from the heart. You know, it's uh, it can be um, how to put even the songs that are about sadness and uh, you know, ter- well bad things. The the music is meant to make you feel better. That's the that's the goal, you know. So basically, if you're sad, you sing samba and you'll feel better. If you're happy, sing samba to celebrate. If you're nostalgic, sim- sing samba and you will, uh, you know, feel more connected. So I think these these kinds of things are really, really beautiful about uh, about the music because, yeah, that's it's really emotional. When I uh, went to when I went to Brazil, when I last was in a in a samba live samba situation, I, I cried. I always cry because <laughs> it's so it's just so powerful, you know. Did you have a similar feeling, Sandra, in uh, Salvador? In, in Salvador, certainly, because there you really feel that it's part of what what people breed uh, uh, and and eat. I, I compare it to what we would have in our old days that people would belong to a church and if you would belong to a church you would go to school and you would marry within that church and they would take care if there would be uh, fighting or quarrels uh, then they would take care and what we learned was that the summer schools in uh, Salvador de Bahia certainly uh, help uh, people to 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 be proud of their heritage and mm-hmm. to 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 strengthen them themselves it's a kind of empowerment and yeah. like you say it's it's and the singing they do which we don't but um, everybody there can sing those songs yeah. it's like uh, i think it's probably like we learn uh, uh, lena uh, helena helena yeah. or or andre hazes but there they sing it along and it amplifies their emotions uh, uh, but to see how it works and like you say there were strong women yeah. and also to see this uh, this women group uh, bandadida yeah. it's it's uh, but it's it's a good synergy of of the emotions yeah. but then coming back to to maastricht it, it the basics is that we are a group of people who like percussion yeah. uh, who started uh, bang the drums uh, who, who form a group and get the emotions and yeah. then learn about the history and and the roots and all the kinds of things that go with it uh, yeah. uh, uh, and then it becomes a much more bigger world. And if you travel around the world and you meet other people, other sambistas, you you have the same kind of uh, of power. Yeah. So yes, it's the the big cultural thing from Brazil. Yeah. But just it's also being a group of people. Yeah. Uh, doing their passion in Maastricht and yeah. not only during Carnival. Yeah. I think that should be known that we not only play during Carnival, but there are lots of situations where you can play the samba. Yeah, and in Brazilian, we learned that it's done during yeah. church masses, or yeah. and of course candomblé and all those things. Yeah. But that's also what we do. We we, we play two times on a funeral. Oh. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. I would like yeah. to have samba at my funeral. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. and that and, and that, so but the, but that gives you. <laughs> but then you yeah. also we learned that it. It amplifies the emotions of really everybody does. in the in the in the public. It was yeah. so yeah. strong. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it really does. Sad situation. But yeah. yeah. Oh wow. The, really, that sounds amazing. Like obviously, sad sad situation. But it it just goes to show how powerful uh, samba can be and how well for me sometimes it's uh, even a bit of a rock. You know, the where I don't know where to hang on to when all the emotions are going astray and then the samba is there to to keep it together you know so it's really it's really amazing and one thing though that i'm 
wanted to mention because you mentioned uh, the lyrics and the singing, which obviously for a non-Brazilian person or for who, who doesn't speak Portuguese, uh, yeah, that's a bit of a shame because some, some lyrics are so so poetic, so beautiful, uh, so full of uh, of meaning. But at the same time, uh, the music speaks uh, for itself so much so that like a lot of the lyrics are just laia laia right which is done on purpose for it to be more democratic let's say because then anyone uh, who is there and doesn't know the lyrics can just join in and oh, do just, just like helena helena exactly yeah, yeah. exactly so when it's uh, very simple and laia laia or helena then people can join and yeah. then it's just a party party for everyone let's say or Yeah, just a big moment for everyone. So I think that's amazing. And I think in many ways, it's a music of resistance as well. Uh, so yeah, it symbolizes so many things. So resistance, feeling, identity, it really encaps encapsulates uh, so, so many things in one, in one genre. So let's talk more about uh, the scene in Maastricht and uh, about uh, Segura and about Entusiasta and uh, for example how many people are in Segura? Uh, we have currently about 40 people playing mm -hmm. yeah 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 we uh, started in 1997 yeah so we're uh, 23 years now yeah Yeah, and uh, we rehearse every week, Friday evening. Okay, where do you uh, rehearse? Um, I'm a teacher. We we uh, rehearse in the in the school. Where oh, I, uh, nice. Where I work. Yeah. Okay, that's very convenient. Yeah. yeah. It must be hard to find the space. Uh, yeah, we, we make a lot of noise. That's, yeah. That's yeah. Uh, you you can't practice it in the middle of the Kustrat. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I understand. I understand. What about enthusiasta? Where do you uh, where do you practice? Uh, we practice in Witte Vrouwveld okay. in the Trefcentrum in the Enisonstraat, and yes, that's that's a location where we can play. Uh, yeah, and and it's recommended that if you practice, that you also have some uh, earplugs. Yeah. Oh uh, wow! Because the damage to your ears uh, uh, slowly but steadily will will be there. Uh, yeah. Uh, but it's, it's it's and we practice uh, on on a Wednesday uh, okay. every Wednesday evening. So I could join both. Yeah, yeah, you can. <laughs> <work>. <laughs> If yeah. I really want to yeah. do samba yeah. 24/7, I could do Wednesdays yeah. and Fridays. That's great. That's well, <laughs> well, if you're part of a group, you you learn that it will be 24/7 yeah. because there needs to be practice, uh, and it's not about only the. Yeah. It's it's the practice. It's it's yeah. planning. It's it's everything. Uh, True. Yeah. So, um, how experienced are the people that are in the in the bands? Um. Well, every year we we have we what we call a Lederwervingsdag. It's 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 a day we uh, we invite people to, uh, to 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 come have a look. Um, we offer uh, every instrument we play, so yeah. they play on every instrument, and then we look um, which one of those uh, people may have the yeah feeling to join Segura. Okay, but it is funny um, because sometimes. People join in. We had never had uh, an, an experience on whatever instrument, okay. and they play f uh, fabulous. And sometimes people join in who played all several years on on on, on percussion instruments, yeah. and they can't play it. Yeah, they don't. They don't no, have. They the don't have the feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. That's uh, that's interesting to yeah. hear because obviously, it, it, well may be a bit intimidating for someone who never played any instruments to think oh but it hasn't doesn't have to be a, a barrier yeah not at all okay that's good to hear i'm glad our, our list i'm glad our listeners will also know that now 
And, and, and that's also for, for enthusiasts. Yeah. If you want to join, you at any moment can contact us okay. and, and join us in a reputation or, or in a performance. Yeah. If you meet us on the street, uh, well, Segura mm-hmm. are those in black. We are those in black and blue yeah. Yeah, and a little bit of, of yellow. Yeah. Um, we started in, in the year 2000. Yeah. Uh, it's a mix of ages and of professions and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we also have the experience that people with good musical education just can't get into the groove, uh-huh. into the rhythm of, they don't lose of summer. It's, yeah. it's, it's funny. funny. So it's such funny. stay away. It's funny. <laughs> but but what, try. Yeah. <laughs> what you will learn is the, is the basics of samba. Hans already said it's, it's the, the four claps. And yeah. if you manage to start with that, basics then then we build it slowly and okay. uh, and, and 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 of course you will be teached and then we're going to translate it in an instrument yeah. some b- people want to play with their hands some people want to play with little sticks and various yeah. and some people want to play the big drums so yeah. it's more like what is the rhythm of the person um, uh, are you the pseudo player the big drums who just give the bass uh, uh, which is totally different energy yeah. than when you're on the repinique or on the on the quicker and, yeah. and so we look where the energy of the person is and where they want to to do it and then you get into it and of nice. course at first you will not be able to join us on stage but yeah. hey we'll get there and yeah. like also in in every group um not everybody is a is a is a master player yeah. but it's it's the group process and i'm a person who just i can do for one hour the same beat beat yeah but don't ask me to 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 do a flexible rhythm or something yeah. i get but yeah. you need also those people who do the the stable the people, stable yeah. people. Yeah. And, and that's the groove you get into and that's what gives you goosebumps if you're on the of course if you're if you're on stage and that makes a a battery or a scholar uh, if you see them perform yeah. a unit uh, uh, and i think that's where it derives from uh, where people started to to have this rhythm to to cling on and to yeah. chant with them amongst themselves their past or or their their beliefs and then it's grew into other musical instruments and some change because the the setting wasn't there that you could use a big drum so you had to invent yeah. a different Do drumming and with the that's why we have table. Yeah. and that's why we have different instruments nowadays uh, the the djembe isn't yeah. the timba but there yeah. is a, a bridge that has had to be kept uh, yeah so yeah there's there's energy in in playing samba nice that's that's amazing and uh how does it work during carnival? Uh, how do you organize uh, the the march? I don't really know. I've I've participated in carnival, yeah. obviously, but not as in the in the actual uh, how to call it uh, parade. Parade, yes, yeah. exactly. So how well, does it work? The, the, there is one um, uh, vereniging. How do you call vereniging? Association. Uh, association. The dance players they organize the, the the carnival in Maastricht. They organize the the, the parade on Sunday. And on Monday, and they organize uh, several other things, and you can join in. Yeah, yeah. And at Segura, we have a, a, a schedule for Sunday and Monday and and Tuesday. What are we going to do? And every year it's the same thing. Yeah. But every year it is always different than last year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. It's very exciting. I think I've only again I've only participated as a as a viewer, but I've seen uh, both of your organizations in in action okay. and uh, it was really amazing so thank you for the last uh, five or six carnivals <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah no i i really hope to to join i hope that more people will also join once they find out how amazing samba is through our episode we'll see 
we'll see if this uh, brings uh, we hope yeah, yeah. yeah. we hope yeah. I think yeah. uh, for Segura the for Entusiasta you said you can join in any time yeah. and for Segura is on the, the 30th, 30th of August okay August, yeah, yeah I already have yeah. Yeah. seen it on the, on on the this, website yeah but okay. it's good to let everybody know 30th yeah. of August if you guys want to join it now is the time I think uh, we still have some some time to to practice at home during these not so active uh, corona times so I don't think the neighbors would be too happy everywhere because they're also at home but you know it's, it's the it's the part it's part of it <laughs> maybe they will also come <laughs> they will be infected yeah. by the virus by the summer, summer virus, virus yeah. yes. <laughs> amazing um we were actually gonna listen to a recording from uh, enthusiasta okay uh sachit hit us up <laughs> <laughs> So this was a recording of Entusiasta, the Bateria de Samba. So Hans, tell us more about this recording. Well, the recording was, I think it was two years ago or, or a year ago. And it was just after uh, Queen's Day or Koningsdag, as mm. we t- tell it today. And this is one of our favorites that we play, Samba Reggae. Yeah. Uh, we call it uh, Liedje number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, our songs are all, uh, we, we compose them all themselves, mm. yeah. ourselves. But they have no names. Okay. So this is number two. Yeah, nice. Um, 
the one of one of these is um, one. Of, uh, I think we have sixteen or seventeen songs that we co- compose mm. ourselves. Yeah. And uh, this is not not only the work of one composer, but of the whole group. Oh, that's really nice. That's really nice to hear. How- Smurrius, Smitters, Savens. De ambachtelijke fleswaren van Gilde Slager Brands. Dagelijks veers en van bekroende kwaliteit. Bruvochte heerlijke salades, grillspecialiteiten en dagveerse maltheeën. Dus gauw naar de Klaver Simpelstraat in Maastricht. Voor een lekker stukje weerst van Brands, Brands, Brands. Wat slagerij Brands maakt, dat smaak. Verf, behang, laminaat of hobbymaterialen nodig? Deze hele zomer is het raak bij de Holstormste Verfzaak. Nieuw aan de Bergerstraat 70A in Maastricht. Rederij Stiphaus maakt er iedere tweede en vierde zondag van de maand een smaakvolle dag van. Stap aan boord van onze brunchboottocht of de Pannenkoekencruise. Brunchen op de wateren rondom Maastricht. Een unieke belevenis voor het hele gezin. Rederij Stiphaus laat u twee uur lang genieten van een heerlijk brunchbuffet met afsluitend een dessertbuffet. Ook erg gezellig de Pannenkoekencruise. Onbeperkt pannenkoeken eten die u zelf kunt garneren met heel veel lekkers. Ahoy en enjoy! Reserveer op stiphout.nl of bel 043 351 Deze hele zomer is het raak bij de Holstormste Verfzaak. Nieuw aan de Bergerstraat 70A in Maastricht. Bij autobedrijf Ploemen in Meersen vertaalt onze liefde voor auto's zich al ruim 80 jaar in zorgzame service en vakmanschap. Natuurlijk hebben wij ook onze favorieten. Vandaar dat autobedrijf Ploemen gegroeid is tot de Volkswagen en Audi-specialist van de regio. Maar autoliefde kent geen grenzen, dus verwelkomen we ook elk ander merk voor onderhoud of reparatie. Welkom bij autobedrijf Ploemen aan de Ambierweg in Meersen. Like onze Facebookpagina en doe mee met leuke acties. De passagiersschepen van Rederij Stiphout zijn er ook exclusief voor uw gezelschap. Reserveer uw eigen schip voor een lunch, diner of feestavond op stiphout.nl.